0: Previously on the Yacht Pod. See, see what's gonna happen is I'm gonna get this new mic, and I'm gonna lose all my subscribers in one day.
1: I, I would have, I would have hoped you'd done a little bit more preparation. Oh my God! Why are you the best?
0: Sips, have you ever considered running for leader of Canada? Are your other Sorry. names
1: anagrams of Sips? There's a lot of questions. So like a picture of Ed from Twilight sellotape to your bicep?
2: I asked if he had a beautiful hands.
1: It's, it's only a bad. game, so put up a real good fight!
2: And now... Hello, and welcome to <laughs> TT.
1: Questions
0: for sips. Okay, okay, here's a here's a decent one. This is from Dan Spittle. He asks What is your favorite childhood film? question mark. Mine's probably Jurassic Park, which I would watch every hour, on the hour, all day, although it's over an hour long, so
2: Yeah, how does that work?
0: Well it doesn't work, but I think
2: Would you have like multiple VCRs set up? Yeah. And you would just put a new tape in every hour. It'd be like singing London's Burning. Yeah.
0: Around, it's called. You'd need, like, four VCRs, and you'd have to stage them all uh, around turning them on on the hour. But you'd get so much crossover, I mean. And think of how many times you'd have to listen to, like, the theme music, too. I mean, it's good, but...
2: But it's good. Of course it's good. It's John Williams.
0: It, it is good. It's not, that, it's not that good, though. I wouldn't want to hear it, like, that many times.
1: Da, 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 da,
0: Jurassic Park Three was on TV the other night and uh I think uh, I think they just ran out of ideas.
2: I don't know if I've even watched that. And
0: I never watched it either. No. Yeah. Even when it was on I wasn't watching it. But I think they just ran out of ideas, so like they just like over egged the music big time. Like every scene had like just that music playing. <laughs> and it was totally inappropriate at times too. Like some guy was getting killed by a velociraptor and it was just like do, 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 do. and he's just getting like torn to shreds and stuff that's terrible and like i I didn't think that was very good
2: I think it's interesting it's interesting that you say you think they ran out of ideas when essentially it's just one idea isn't it dinosaurs attack people that's that's the whole concept
1: wasn't it. Jurassic Park three straight to d v d and wasn't it also set in like New York or something wasn't there like dinosaurs actually invading a city i I don't know, but actually if I'd realized that that was
0: that was the case, I might have watched it. Yeah. But from what I saw, there, there was no city attack by dinosaurs, and, um, and it was just pretty bad. Was it just
1: more island, in the middle of nowhere stuff? Yeah, oh. it, it
0: had the guy, it had the, um, the actor from the first one, I can't remember his name. Sam Neill, you mean? Jeff Goldblum? The old guy. The old guy that cries every time he sees a dinosaur. I mean, like, you don't need to cry every time you see a dinosaur, for fuck's sake.
2: Why does he
1: cry when he sees a dinosaur? I don't know. Because he's so emotionally happy that he's brought back dinosaurs, so he just can't hold it in. He just bursts into happy tears every time.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't him, though. It was that other old guy that looks like Colonel Sanders, but just, like,
1: 20 stone heavier. 20 stone Colonel Sanders? I'm not sure he... was he in the third one? Um... I don't. Oh, no, didn't he die in the first one? He
2: got eaten. Are you, are you talking about Richard Attenborough? Are you actually talking about Richard Attenborough, that old guy <laughs> who looks like Colonel Sanders? Maybe? <laughs> in Jurassic
1: Park one. I think he is. Yes. He did. He directed Gandhi
2: with um. Oh God, what's his name? Ben Kingsley.
1: Are you going to start crying
0: now? Because it's bad enough that that other guy is always crying when he sees the dinosaurs. We don't need. We don't need
1: you to start crying. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a shame that Colonel Sanders just bursts into tears every time he sees a dinosaur. Let's not spread it out too much.
0: I know it's because he's thinking like when he sees like the big dinosaurs, he's thinking, "Oh God, think of all the chicken I could I could get out of those dinosaurs." Oh my
1: God! Because apparently they do taste like chicken. Dinosaurs, they do. I I wrote an article about it once. Yeah, it's true. Because remember, birds are like the nearest descendant of to dinosaurs, aren't they? Because dinosaurs turn into pterodactyls, which turn into birds. And there is
2: there is a big problem with this in that no one's eating a dinosaur. Oh,
1: yeah, but genetic analysis. Well, they could have in Jurassic Park. They had the chance. But they analysed it like genetically, and, and they looked at like dinosaur meat and stuff, and how it was like the the, the proteins and all the stuff were lined up. It looked most like chicken. So I think Colonel Sanders was like eyeing it up, thinking about putting the spice mix on it. I would eat the hell out of like a T-Rex steak. Or, like, um, like a triceratops wing, I'd eat the hell out of it. I would eat, I would eat the ever loving shit out of a (laughs) brontosaurus. It's like in the Flintstones when they order that dinosaur thing and they put it on the side of the car and it like tips the car over.
2: Yeah, (laughs) the ribs. I
1: would eat, I would love that. The car
2: falls over.
1: (laughs) Hannah's writing me a note. She says, dinosaurs. They turned into pterodactyls. Um, she's writing a little. She's drawing me a little dinosaur sort of family tree here. Um, and apparently, they also split up into Ar- Archaea, Ptery-
2: archaeopteryx. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know why you're writing. Oh, right. Okay. Wow. They are not
2: How does she know they're so much
1: about dinosaurs? She, she's what she
2: when she was a kid. Out.
1: Dinosaurs were like really big.
2: These guys died out. Because right. They I'm, go- I'm, go- I'm glad we're clearing fly. all this stuff. <laughs> this
1: is good. good stuff to turned look. into birds. Cause raptor feathers. Is that why? Like in World of Warcraft, yeah. raptors have feathers. Yeah, because they're more related to raptors. Those are oh, separate. It all makes dinosaurs. sense now. So, t- so birds didn't evolve from pterodactyls. They evolved from raptors, yeah. apparently.
2: Aren't predatory What's birds known as raptors? Which is why raptors are called raptors. The dinosaurs.
1: Okay, alright, but they can't hear you, Hannah, but yeah, okay. Thank you for that useful no, information. W- I can we, it can, we can hear her fine. from across
0: the room. It's like being in school again.
1: Yeah. She felt she had to inform, she had to step in and inform that I was an idiot then. Which is fair enough, but they do taste like chicken. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't change the fact.
0: How long do you think it would take you to eat, like, a whole dinosaur? What? You could probably fill, like, your basement full of, like, tins of dinosaur chicken <laughs> that would last you well, well over ten years. I mean, dinosaurs are huge. Oh, God.
2: Oh, God. Do you remember that you can actually get, like, a, a tin of chicken in jelly? It's like a whole oh, boned no. chicken
1: in it's jelly. It's a really big ch- tin. Mm. That sounds horrible. It's the
2: most disgusting thing
0: yeah. in the world hey on on that subject one of the things that shocked me the most when i when i first moved to england was that you guys you guys buy hot dogs like in a can and there's i think there's just something wrong with putting a hot dog or or like six hot dogs in a can with hot dog juice
1: hot dog juice that's probably the healthiest thing that's ever been done to that hot dog i mean they're made of like disgusting stuff anyway putting them in a can probably like actually gets rid of most of the Agents that are like make them all honourable. I know, but why not just vacuum
0: pack them like in plastic, like like normal places?
1: Well, you can get them in vacuum pack, yeah, in like Frankfurters, yeah. I don't, I don't go out there to buy them in cans. No, but just just your like just your average like wieners, like Oscar Mayer wieners. I beg your pardon. Why would you get them in a can? That's disgusting. You can get anything in a can, sips. You can get cakes in cans and. Uh, like meals, a whole like meal. Oh, you you can't get cakes in cans. Get out of town.
2: You can't get jaffa cakes in a tube. I think that's yeah. almost the same thing, isn't it? Cakes
1: in cans, yeah, definitely sips. It's like it's like a, just a cylindrical cake. It looks quite good. I
2: um, oh, I mean I
0: I can understand how it would work, but I just can't I can't visualize it, heck? and I don't think it exists okay. either. Well, I'm sure you're wrong. So that's cool. Shall we move on? No, no, we're not even done yet. We haven't Oh God. We haven't answered the question yet. What, what is your actual favorite childhood film? This guy said Jurassic Park. From what I remember, Jurassic Park was in theaters for like three years. Like seriously, every time I went by a theater, Jurassic Park was playing.
2: So that's not even your answer. That's his answer. That was his answer, yeah. So we haven't even gotten around to you. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. My, I think my favorite childhood film
0: was, was the original Home Alone. I, I just thought that that was the best movie ever. Oh my God. At the time.
1: I remembered that as well because I remember when I was at Centre Parks mm. on holiday with the family. And Centre Parks is like a kind of a forest that you go to and you have to ride around on a bike everywhere. I fell off the bike and I actually like dislocated my jaw when I was like seven or eight and I was trapped indoors for this whole holiday. What the hell? And God. it was the best holiday of my life. Right. Because I got to watch (laughs) Home Alone and all these kids films. It was fucking great. And I had to... uh, Because the only thing I could eat was ice cream and soup. You know, so it was, like, amazing. It was just fantastic. I had the best holiday ever. What kind of soup, though? It had to be, like,
0: purely liquid soup, right? Like, it couldn't have, like... It couldn't have
1: lumps in it. I'm not a big fan of the lumpy soup, though. I mean, because they're, like, always, like, red-hot magma bits. And they kind of just burn you to death. Well, no, I mean, they're not that bad. Well, they are the way my parents used to cook them. My parents only eat food that is, like, at one million degrees centigrade. What's up with that? I like lukewarm food. Like, I don't really like, like,
0: steaming hot food.
1: My parents are the kind of people who send stuff back if it's, like, lukewarm, you know. They're like, this is cooked enough. And then they put it in the microwave for another, like, 30 seconds and bring it back out or whatever.
0: Um, oh, God. Yeah. Are, they, are your parents, like, the type of people that, like, sort of do that kind of stuff every time you go out somewhere to eat?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they always talk about how hot the food is. That's the biggest, like, that's top oh. of the list. With mine, it's always, like, how long things are taking. Like, within, within two minutes of ordering
0: something, they have to, like, flag someone down and be like, um, where, where's our food, by the way? And, like, you can these, these people just get so angry. You can see it <laughs> in their face. And I'm just, like, sitting at the back, like, with my, my face in my hands, like, trying to hide, wishing I was dead. And they're just like, oh, yeah, it'll, be, it'll probably be about 20 minutes. And then they, they'll flag them down like a good two or three more times <laughs> in between that time.
2: We don't do <laughs> fast food. We do good food as fast as we can. They probably have one of those signs up.
1: Are your parents people who, do they order tap water, a, a jug of tap water specifically? What do your parents like to drink sips? I don't know i I never really paid attention actually what are, what about your parents are they like
0: are they like wine drinkers? Uh, oh, do your parents do that thing where they have to like sniff the wine and
1: like slush it around in their mouths a bit and spit it out into like a bucket? Yeah, no, they don't do that no, I don't know that I don't know I think they're fairly normal. What about your parents, Simon?
2: Well, my dad does that whole you know swishing around thing, but he does it with a bottle of whiskey, <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You could see the hair sprouting from his chin, but like the whole bottle, like he just chugs the whole bottle and swishes it around
2: yeah he doesn't really taste it it just sort of goes straight down his his gullet. and uh my mum doesn't really you know drink uh except to uh to forget <laughs>
0: <laughs> She only drinks to deal with your dad. Aww.
2: Oh, wow. God <laughs> oh, I hope they don't listen to this. they won't uh, mind, it's fine.
0: Childhood films, then. Simon, what was yours? You didn't say.
2: Uh, Ghostbusters 2, I think.
0: What a great film. Why 2? Because
2: it was the better one, that's why.
1: Don't get me wrong, it was good, but nothing beats the first one.
2: Nothing beats the first one, apart from
1: 2. No. Which does beat it. It was a rare sequel that was actually as good. 2, ha- two had Vigo in it. Was it Vigo?
2: A child! Yeah, it had the guy from Ali McBeal. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I remember, and he was always like, Vigo, and then, and then they had that pink slime, the happy slime, or was it the angry slime?
2: It was amazing, wasn't it? The,
0: the slime oh. that collected underneath New York because everybody was so angry. Yeah. And then the Statue of Liberty started walking.
1: God, that's such a kid's film premise, isn't it? The slime, like, collects all the anger of people in the city. Well, I mean, these are kind of films that were, like... You know, these are all cult classics, really. But, I mean, when I when you ask childhood film, the instant thing I think of is, like, the Disney film that you remember most strongly from your youth. And the one I remember was, was Dumbo, for some reason. I think it's because my gran sure. had the VHS of Dumbo. And that was basically the only VHS she had. And so, through the age of four to about seven... Every time I went to my nan's, we always watched Dumbo, and I must have seen that film like th- 30 or 40 times. Uh. And also, this is the other thing: I remember them having a VHS of Spider-Man, like a really old Spider-Man film from like 19, I don't know, 80 something, early 80s. But when I kind of looked for it on IMDb, I couldn't really find one. So I don't know what this film that I used to watch as a kid was. They taped it off the telly. I mean, it had the adverts and stuff in it as well. So I remember, like, watching this same thing. It was taped off the telly with the adverts over and over again. <laughs> my childhood. Oh my god. Gra- grandparents always have like such a shitty collection
0: of VHS tapes. I know. Though. Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. Like, like my 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 grandmother was married to like she remarried. To a guy that I I never even called grandpa. His, his name was just Ray, so it was like, <laughs> and uh, and his, oh, his VHS collection was he he'd like taped Charlie Chaplin movies like off TV like off public broadcasting, and uh, and and then he just taped like a bunch of like American football games, and that's all he had on tape like in his whole tape collection. And he had like a hundred tapes. It was crazy, but like nobody could watch them.
1: What the hell? He was
0: he was nuts.
1: He was very protective of his tapes, was he? He sounds like a scary man. (laughs) He was. He was he was pretty scary.
0: And um and like you'd try to like watch Charlie Chaplin and he'd be like laughing his head off. And like I'm sure that was like pretty funny like in the nineteen twenties or whatever, but like (laughs) this is the eighties. Wasn't that funny and I'm just sitting there it was like really awkward. Like wasn't even laughing. And uh God, jeez. I'm just like I'm just glad I'm not a kid anymore.
2: We d- I didn't really watch Disney movies as a kid. I watched sort of, I don't know, goofy things. Movies that, you know, aren't you Certificate, but are like PGs. So I wouldn't be watching animations of like deers hmm. crying or Flying The Lion elephants. King or yeah. anything. I think it was a bit old for The Lion King, actually. Uh, that would have been pretty weird. Well, I was watching it at like mm. eighteen or something. So I just watched—I don't know—action movies and things, terrible things, things that kids probably shouldn't watch. Which probably explains why I'm like I am. Aww. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't worry about it. It's fine.
2: So there you go. There's a moral there, kids. If you want to be like me, don't watch movies for children. Watch lots of violent movies uh, and stuff with ghosts in, I guess, as well. Did,
0: did your parents ever, like, try to, like, prevent you from watching, like, an excessively violent movie, like, when you were younger?
2: Well, Akira got mysteriously wiped, because I had a VHS of that and that just disappeared one day.
1: God, that's a bit of a I didn't
0: really get that when uh, I watched it when I was about 20. Do you think it's because it was anime or because it had violence
2: in it? It's pretty violent and pretty grotesque. Either that or, you know, my parents really, really, really wanted to watch that episode of Antiques Roadshow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know.
0: So, some, some of them are really good. I mean, I, I can't blame them. Okay, I've got another question. I've got another question. This one is from jimma769 uh, and he asks if you woke up one morning with a pair of bear claws for fingers what would your first course of action be? Um, that's an interesting question actually. i never really considered ever having a bear claws for fingers. Um,
2: what if you had like really itchy balls?
0: I know you would like just completely like mutilate your balls, like no. just, just scratch
2: them. You have to also make the bear noise when you did it. <laughs>
1: yeah, that
0: stock bear noise from like every game and movie
1: ever. Bears might seem, you know, lumbering and careless, but in fact they're very delicate creatures, and you would find that you'd be able to scratch your balls very accurately. Okay and it would feel very nice and, and relaxing unless of course that like you also had um, more bare parts to your body not just claws like bare balls and bare feet and stuff as well in which case you'd be perfectly suited
0: i know but do you think like maybe your your balls would be tough like in relation to the setup of your fingers like if you had claws like your balls would probably be like tough enough to withstand like the scratching from those claws But, like, because we just have fingers, maybe our balls are, like, softer.
1: How sharp are bear claws? They're pretty sharp.
2: Is the implication here that bears have evolved very tough balls, because when they need to scratch them, they don't want to rip them off. That would work quite well, evolutionary-wise, wouldn't it? Because bears with really weak balls would just swipe them off, so they wouldn't be able to procreate.
0: Survival of the fittest. Yeah, but, like, a bear wouldn't be able to just do the stuff that it would do, like, normally if it just constantly had, like, scratched up, gashed balls, like, from its claws. Well,
1: that's horrible. Yeah. Like, you would just be in pain all the time. It was. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what I would What I would do. I'd probably go to the doctor and say, Holy shit, what, what has happened here to my hands? Why have they suddenly become bear claws? And then I might join, like, a travelling circus... And become famous across the world. I I don't know what
0: I would do, but like I I have a good list of things that I would do. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> like I would I wouldn't scratch my balls, for instance. That's right at the top. I wouldn't scratch I wouldn't scratch like my inner ass either. Um, right. With, with bear claws. Your
2: inner ass. I probably wouldn't
0: pick my nose. <laughs> I wouldn't pick my nose with bear claws. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't pick my ears either with with bear right. claws.
1: <laughs> so most of the things you wouldn't do with bear claws involve anything to do with your own body. Okay, is there anything else
0: uh, that you wouldn't do? Um, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't like pet a cat or a dog no. with bear claws either. I assume I assume that would what be
2: What about
0: me. another bear. I well, another bear I think could take it. Yeah, like a, just a gentle stroking, not like nothing too rigorous. No. So yeah, I can think of more things I wouldn't do than things I would do. Um, but I don't know, like you if you woke up and you had bear claws, you could be like, "Oh, I'm going to get revenge from all those people that did me wrong. I'm going to show them who's boss of this bear claw." But um, you know, what kind of person would that make you? Not a nice one. No.
2: Well, you wouldn't be a person, you'd be part bear. So It's
0: true, yeah, actually, yeah, when you put it that way. So then you could almost justify like acting like a total asshole. Like, who fucking cares? I'm not fully human anymore.
1: I'm half bear. Suck on it, bitches. Would it? <laughs> well, you have got a, sort of an idea of what happens when you do become sort of a bear because you drove the, that car around, didn't you, as an um, enviro bear? Um, where you have that's to true, yeah. Hibernate in caves. And... Good wheel handling, actually. They know how to drive, don't they, bears? Um, so maybe you could become like a racing driver. <laughs> yeah, it could be like the next
0: Colin McRae with my uh, with my bear claw. Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's what I would do. Any, anyone else have anything in particular they would do with a, uh, with a pair of bear claws?
2: I'd pretend to be Wolverine a lot, I think. i will just be stood in front of a mirror going, you know, schnickety schnick And then after two minutes, i will get bored and i will go, Oh God, what have I become? <laughs> and i will just look down at my hands and start crying.
0: <laughs> crying salty tears into your bear hands. Like, not, not like bear hands. You have to be very hands, careful, like,
1: yeah. Bare
0: bear Animal bare hands.
2: I'd be. I'd sit on the loo. I'd do my business, and then I'd go, "Oh God, how am I going to wipe? Oh God, it'd be terrible." Yeah, it would All be the bad. things you wouldn't be able to do.
0: You'd have to like enlist somebody to like do do your wiping for you. I think.
2: <laughs> like the Queen has. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> do you think? Do you think she
0: uses like normal toilet paper, or do you think she uses like that really soft toilet paper with aloe vera like inside it?
1: She probably has, like, a commissioned factory that only produces, like, toilet paper for the Queen. It has, like, the royal seal stamped on every sheet. And
0: it's, like, it's like 12-ply. Like, us mere mortals can only get two or four-ply.
1: <laughs> she gets <laughs> She gets 12-ply. <laughs> Each sheet is like an entire packet of tissues. It's like wiping your ass with a cloud. Oh, wow.
2: Wow.
1: Well, there you go. That's right. Shall we move on to the next question? There you go. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah, let me just find one. Hang on. Okay, here's
0: here's a good one. This is from S- Silas Snape. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Question is, would you rather win the lottery or be the king of Zimbabwe? I'm uh, I- I'm going to go for the lottery. What would you do if you won the lottery? What's
1: like the first thing you would do? Um I'd go out and I'd go and buy a pasty from Gregs and I'd treat myself. Straight to Greg's. The Cast, sponsored by Grex
0: <laughs> <laughs> What? New branch opening in the Isle of Wight, twenty
1: thirteen. <laughs> yeah. I know Simon would buy the Millennium Falcon Lego kit. Would you buy a Porsche though? Like do you guys like cars? Would you would you buy like a really fancy car with if you won the lottery? Um Well, I wouldn't have anywhere to park it for a start. If I parked it on the street, it would just get, like, ruined. My current car has had, like, two people drive into it. So it's got, like, massive dents on either side. I parked it, like, facing one way down the road, and then made the mistake of pointing it the other way down the road, like, the next week. And basically just got two big dents in each side. So it's kind of evened out the um, aerodynamics of the car. Because with one dent on one side, you know, it was, like, not quite right. It's a blessing, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it was, like, veering off to, like, the side when you were trying to drive and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so if I got a Porsche, I don't think, I mean... But but then again, I don't really drive anywhere either, so I wouldn't really... I don't really need a car. Would you buy a helicopter, then? Well, I can't fly a helicopter, can I?
2: You could have lessons. Or you could have someone fly it for you. A heli-chauffeur. You could be, like, one
0: of those people that, because places don't cater for, like, your specific needs, you, you could just, like not go so like with a helicopter that's like everywhere hey you want to go to Tesco do they have a helicopter landing pad no. well fuck that I'm not going there <laughs> and like you can just say that
1: about everywhere you could buy one for Tesco have it installed on the roof I'm sure they probably do already have helipads, pads and they're really posh like the rich people they they go they go right let's go to Tesco darling so they go up to their roof they get in the helicopter, so they fly to Tesco and they go, like, into a, like down a secret staircase in Tesco to, like, a special private why Tesco. Why are they
2: still shopping at Tesco? Yeah,
1: why don't they just
0: order online instead?
2: Well, no, then
1: they have to have... Morrison's? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> S- Sainsbury's. They have to shop somewhere, all the millionaires. Well, they just they order online from Harrods. And, like, a posh man turns up with a molecule and says, Your lettuce, sir, and here is your uh, bottle of... A packet of Jaffa cakes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they would do. Yeah. I mean, it's.
2: Oh, lovely Jaffa.
0: Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's close that one. Nobody wants to be the king of Zimbabwe. No. And, uh, and none of us have, have any real idea what we do if we won the lottery. No. Uh, but we prefer the lottery. This is from Chasor11. If you were held at gunpoint, which would you choose, milk or toast? Okay. Um, if I was held at gunpoint, I, I wouldn't be thinking about milk or toast, uh, in all honesty. No, but
1: he's like saying like, someone comes up to you like an armed robber and he points a gun in your face and he just says that question. Like shouts it at you. Um, which one would you go uh, for? I,
0: I would just say milk, milk every time. I think I think you'd survive longer off just drinking milk than you would off just eating toast.
1: Well, I mean, what kind of toast is it? What kind of milk is it? You know, it's it's difficult. It's not a question you can just answer like, and a high pressure situation. You know.
0: I know, but I'm I'm pretty good with most milk. I mean, unless it's like goat's milk or like soy milk. But, I mean, that's that's only a small fraction of all the available types of milk, so... The odds are I'd probably get a milk that I could could deal with. Oh, skim milk, though. I don't know.
1: Hmm. I mean, what if you had to drink, like, a pint of, like, really watery, thin goat's milk or something? You know, like, oh, I barf everywhere. I I don't like that. Yeah. Simon's been drinking soy milk, haven't you?
0: Simon, what the hell's your problem? Why don't you just get some, like, normal milk? 1%. What's wrong with 1% milk?
2: Well, soy milk's good for you. There's this whole thing that we're all slightly lactose intolerant because we're not supposed to drink milk beyond, you know, teething age. We're supposed to like eat solid food and not milk. So it makes everyone slightly ill. So by drinking milk that doesn't have fats in, then you you aren't so ill. What a weird! What a weird! Topic.
1: Of course, though, um, we don't want to discourage people from drinking milk, because it is extremely good for you, and a lot of people don't get enough vitamin, whatever, you get from milk. So, drink milk. <laughs> I, I just,
0: like, I think, like, cold milk, if you just have, like, a glass of cold milk, it's, like, so
1: refreshing and delicious.
0: I know. Like, I, I drink, like, a ton of milk it's 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 really the best thing to drink
1: I know that a lot of the, the populations of the world are lactose intolerant all the sort of people in India and China and you know they none of them drink milk um, and lactose intolerant is actually the wrong word because there's more people in the world who are intolerant to milk than there are who are tolerant of it uh, in the western world so we are that we are over here you know we are in the minority the people who drink milk are the minority so Simon has got a good point. Well, that's good. That means there's more, more milk for me. I mean, if, if
0: China and India were, were drinking milk, there, there'd be none left, like, really fast. Because, like, uh, a lot of people live in those countries. And if all of them started drinking milk, that would be catastrophe. We just wouldn't be able to keep up.
2: I think that's probably the real reason they don't all drink milk. Because their country doesn't have the infrastructure to have that many cows around providing milk for people.
1: Maybe. I think it's a cultural thing. They've never drunk milk, though, have they? Of any type. Toast, though. <laughs> um, oh, toast. I mean, I like
0: toast, too. Not as much as milk. So-
1: I see what you mean, though. If it was just a dry piece of dry toast, I can see that the advantage of milk over that is, you know, obvious. Because you don't really eat toast on its own, do you? You have to have something on it.
0: You have to have something on it, and you have to have something with it, too. Like, you can't just have, like, toast with peanut butter and then nothing to drink. Because you're, like, your mouth is just, like, stuck together yeah. for, like, the whole morning. So you have to have some milk to, like, wash it down. Yeah. Or, like, some orange juice, or some apple juice, maybe.
1: I think milk's a good, a good option under those circumstances. Okay, we've made a decision as a group. Voted 2-1 two, two to one against Simon, who would have gone for toast. Simon, you, you wouldn't have gone for toast really for though. I don't believe it.
2: Well it's strange because milk can be replaced easily with soy milk, and yet toast, what do you replace that with? Crackers? It's madness. It's crackers. That's where it came from. Saying that things are crackers, because just eating crackers is madness. It's crackers. Crackers.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Good. Okay. David Callow asks What would be your dream job? This is a good question. What, what would be your
1: dream job, Lewis? Jaffa Tester. What did you say? Jaffa Tester. Okay. Do you want to describe your average day as a Jaffa Tester? Yeah, what if you get like a bad bat? What if they accidentally just put like,
0: cat shit in instead of the orange stuff?
2: Aids. Aids and cat shit in the Jaffa Cake. Well, that it would be a bad day at work. <laughs> If it was a Monday, I mean, that would just ruin the week, wouldn't it?
0: You get, like, some sick days, like a work-related injury. Well, you'd have AIDS, right? So, work gave you AIDS. They'd have to, like, compensate you somehow.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I, just, I can picture it. There's, like, I'm sat at a desk, and in front of me there's a tray that says IN and a tray that says OUT. And on the IN, there's loads of Jaffa cakes. And I've got, like, a cup of tea in front of me, nice like steaming hot. And I take the Jaffa cakes and I sort of dip them in the tea a little bit to make the chocolate melt and for the sponge to go a little bit soggy and then I eat it. Are you
0: are you sweating right now while you describe them?
2: <laughs> <laughs> After a few hours I then like squat on the out tray. <laughs> okay, is the out tray Hell. a bucket? <laughs> Yeah, tray is actually a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's like a litter tray. It's like a little litter tray. It's
0: it's got to be a toilet with like a shelf built into like the like the outside of the toilet so that you can put like all your plates and empty tea mugs on top. So just be plates with like lots of little crumbs on the plate, like a big stack, and then empty tea mugs too, and then obviously your um, your poops.
1: That is a, that is a dream job, isn't it? Oh my goodness! They, people normally answer that question like semi-seriously. Like, um, I'd like to be an astronaut, or I'd like to be a—that's
2: a serious answer.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's like a serious career that they could actually, you know, get older. In. But it's a, it's a it's a career that actually involves a lot of work. You know, they don't quite realise what they're getting themselves in for. It's more likely that the average person
2: will get a job testing Jaffa cakes than being a fucking astronaut.
1: But, but what I'm saying is, people don't, like, choose... People, people choose, like, things like, like, like rocket car test pilot and crazy stuff. But they don't factor in how, what goes with that, you know? People choose to be, like, oh, I'd love to be a vet. You know? But it, it's hard work being a vet. You have to do all sorts of horrible stuff. Um, you know, they'd like to be a, a racehorse or a racing car driver, right? Like Lewis Hamilton.
2: They want to be a racehorse. Good grief. When I grow up, I want to be a racehorse! Uh, uh, Timmy, I don't think... Wouldn't you want to be an astronaut or a Jaffa Kate Tester? Racehorse!
1: Racehorse! Timmy, come on, be reasonable. (laughs) I want to be an ambulance. It's very hard to think up a... I mean, the, the word dream job... As soon as something becomes a job, it's not what you imagine it to be anymore, you know? Even, like, the best, you know, most dream jobs... People think, oh, I'd love to be a king and like you know just like sleep with all the princesses but once you actually be king it's like oh god i have to run the whole country there's people trying to assassinate me like the king of zimbabwe you know it would be a real pain in the ass to be the king of zimbabwe as soon as it's a job it's not what you dreamed it would be that's the problem job is like such a tedious word you know it's like oh god i have to go to my job oh god i have to go to my dream job tomorrow Oh, I hate it. You know, you'd get sick of Jaffa Cakes so quickly at your dream job, wouldn't you?
2: That would never happen. Okay. That would never happen.
0: You'd go, like, you'd get all, like, super serious. You'd take your job super seriously. Like, you'd be testing the Jaffas, and you'd be like, I wonder if, like, they just added a hint of, like, cinnamon or something. It would taste better. And then you'd like go to the CEO's office and be like, oh, yeah, I'm your I'm your head Jaffa Cake tester. I have this great idea to make your Jaffa Cakes taste better. And then you'd just like totally ignore you because like they've just been making Jaffa Cakes that way for like 300 years or whatever. And they, they had no, no plans to, to change the, the formula whatsoever. And who is this this guy coming into my office? Let's fire him and then that'd be it That'd be your dream job done Because you would just screw it all up Yeah. Because you would just take it too seriously
1: Oh god That's terrible And then you'd eat like a cat shit Jaffa And your your out tray would be full And it would just be disgusting I mean this is You would throw up all over your out tray (laughs) Your out tray would just be Overflowing all over your room It would be revolting You'd pass out
0: in in your own vomit on the floor of your room. (laughs) And you wouldn't wake up for
1: like three days. And it would have like solidified and stuck to your face and your chest. And then your in-tray will be full of Jaffas to test. And they're like, eat these Jaffas now. Can you imagine?
0: The CEO would come down and wonder why the Jaffas aren't being tested. And he would slip in your vomit. And then he would like get vomit all over his pants. It would just
1: be terrible.
2: <laughs> I I don't want to be a Jaffa cake tester anymore. <laughs> oh,
1: that's like little Timmy. See, oh dear. Well, there you go. Um, I think
0: my dream job. We covered it in live stream. I'd want to be that guy that animates like all that stupid shit in Anno, like uh, like the pig vacuum thing. And st- you just get to sit around all day and like draw like. This like factory that like accepts pigs in like by a vacuum and then slaughters and that would take you like a whole week to draw all that and animate it and everything and I I think that would be good you want to
1: be a 3D artist designing pig vacuums and various other farm yards and other
0: really dumb stuff yeah
1: machinery yeah okay that's a good one
0: I think that would be pretty stress free too I mean you know it wouldn't be a lot of work and you get to like sit around and like draw like pretty interesting stuff and then animate it, but I don't know. Like eventually, you know, deadlines and stuff like that. You'd probably get like a bit stressed out, and then you'd probably start hating it.
1: God, yeah. I mean, they'll be like demanding. The thing is, the better you do at the job as well, um, the more people expect you to, to, like, you know, keep to those deadlines that you you were doing in your first week. That's why, if if any of you get a job, right, don't do too much work in the first week, because if you work really hard in the first week, they'll sort of expect you to like you know continue that like level of work but if you work like really crappy in the first week you can like build up and they'll be like oh my god he's got so much better look let's give him a promotion you know
0: there's there's a fine balance though because if you start your first week and you and you don't do shit like the whole time you'll lose your job too like you can't set the bar too low or too high you got to find that sweet spot yeah where you can just about get away with not doing anything
1: do the minimum like, if you were Jaffa testing, for example, you should really just, like, you know, make sure that there's always, like, a little bit of a Jaffa left in your in-trade to do all the time. So if someone comes in and they're, like, yeah. they look in and see if you've got any work to do, they always see that your inbox still got a little bit left in it. And they're, like, oh, right, good, I'm managing him well, you see. So always make sure there's still a yeah. little bit.
2: Otherwise, I'd just be taking on too many Jaffers.
0: Yeah, you
1: got to pace yourself. And that can lead to the whole situation that we previously described.
0: Well, maybe not Simon's
1: situation, because that was, like, kind of disgusting.
0: (laughs) I mean, in in an average job, I don't think that
1: would happen. No, probably not. It was like a Final Destination-style catastrophe, wasn't it? Just all these factors (laughs) came together. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, man. So that was meant to be, like, a... Like a really positive question and we we sort of ended that negatively, (laughs) but but whatever, it's all good. This one is, is, uh, is video game related. It's from somebody named Spartan114Kaz and he he wants to know sips how do you feel about eve online um i don't know i mean i i don't feel i don't feel anything about eve online i i tried it a couple of times and um yeah i can see why people like it but it's not for me it's it's not for me at all i uh i i couldn't play for very long and one time i tried to get into a big fleet battle and uh and my my frames per second dropped to like five and uh, I didn't know what was going on and I got killed and then I and then I rage uninstalled EVE Online uh, and never played it again but apparently that's all been fixed now and it's a lot better but uh, I don't know I just don't have like as much time as I used to to play like big MMO's that take up a lot of time that's what I think about EVE Online what about you guys? Did you guys ever play EVE Online?
2: I played it briefly I did the sort of tutorial thing and messed around flew about and it just didn't seem terribly interesting to me. Um, It's quite beautiful but then you realise that everything all looks the same in space so you kind of get bored of just looking at the same backgrounds and the same ships the same sort of space stations and also the whole like crafting and buying of everything and the skills it just wasn't very interesting at all.
0: It was kinda cool that you could train skills like without actually being like online though like some skills took like five days to train or whatever mm. and they would they would just train while you were like offline and stuff That that's kinda cool but maybe like maybe totally unnecessary as well because they could have just made it you know level based or something instead but um EVE Online is pretty popular and a lot of people like it. I think as far as I know the, the community is like pretty tight with EVE online too and like they do this thing like I think the developers have like this this thing where they they have like an in-game like a government kinda of thing and it's all made up of players whoa and they get to go to Iceland like every year and uh, not like the not the store like the, the country and, uh, and they get to meet and convene and talk about like galactic matters and stuff like that galactic politics yeah. Yeah, whatever. That that sounds pretty good, too, if you're into that sort of thing. That's that's a nice touch, like a good way to sort of keep people playing and stuff like that. Alright. Carlos EFT asks, Hi, Sips. I found a can of tuna from 1993 in my shed. Can I still eat it, or should I just save it as a memento for when all sea creatures die off? Thanks. I love you. Bye. Um, th- There's a couple of things with that question. Why why was there a can of tuna in your shed? And do you do you normally store food like in your shed? Is it a garden shed? I would never store food out in a shed because you know you could get like raccoons or bears or or anything just like trying to get into the shed to get the food.
2: (laughs) Where where is he living?
0: (laughs) I, I don't know but I'm just you know I'm just saying it may not necessarily be bears or raccoons but like you could get like I don't know like a ferret or something like might like dig in underneath the shed and try to break in and like eat all
1: of your your canned food. I mean, I wouldn't risk only it if you personally. had like bear claws. You know, you woke up one morning and you had bear claws. But no, I mean, canned food it typically lasts. If I if I know anything about Fallout Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas, you know, food's still good for like ages after sort of apocalypse. You know, it's still fine. I think. I read somewhere that it lasts about 30 years on average you know so um, I think if it was 1993 it should be totally fine I mean that's only like 18 years old god that does sound really old Um, I mean that's older than some of the people who will be listening to this for sure should you go ahead and eat food if it's older than you if it's been in a can longer than you've been alive Oh wow! Some some stuff's safe, I think so. Like spam is probably like pretty safe. I guess it's it's probably like not so bad if it's things that when they go bad they don't like cause massively toxic byproducts. Like if you were eating like fruit or something like that, which is also highly acidic. I mean, some some problems can be that if if it's quite acidic in the can, it can etch the can and and get poisonous. Like if it was a kind of specific type of very old can. But also, I mean, if it's like something like meat or poultry or something like that, I probably wouldn't really go for it if it was really, really old. Because I mean, if it's off, then it's gonna be pretty bad for you.
0: Do you think it's appropriate though to hang on to a can of tuna like as a memento for when all sea creatures die off? I mean, if all sea creatures died off, like honestly, I don't really give a shit about tuna. It's not tuna's Tuna fish isn't something I'd want to really remember either. I'd be pretty good with tuna fish just like becoming extinct. I don't eat tuna, so I don't know, maybe if I had like a tin of like killer whale meat or something, that'd be something to remember, but I, I wouldn't, I mean, w- you could like make it into a necklace, I guess, <laughs> just like attach the tin to like a chain and like wear it as a necklace.
1: Maybe that'll be like totally fashionable in like years to come. Now I, I think there's something to do with tuna, I mean there's, there's different types of tuna, obviously there's, like Sort of certain tuna that are being overfished. So if it was a if it was a tin of tuna that was going to go and disappear, then maybe it's worth it. But other types of tuna are being like commercially farmed, you know. So they're basically never going to go inverted commas extinct, except in, in the wild. But I mean, I think most tuna isn't really threatened. I think you're, you're better off if you had some sort of fish that was going to go extinct, you know, like um like a cod or something. A tin of cod, maybe that would be more valuable. You know, something a little bit less common. Um, since it's like tuna's like massively common, isn't it? So that's that's that's
0: my advice. On on this topic though, like, how do you feel about like sell-by dates and stuff? Because like, if this guy's had a can of tuna in his shed from 1993, it probably says somewhere on the tin like best before November 1994
1: or something.
0: Yeah. Uh, which obviously is, is is well over the sell-by date and uh, and consume-by date. But um, like, do you follow those? Are you the type of person that, like, if it says that it's it's got to be used by the, like, the 10th of January, um, you just throw it in the garbage on the 10th of January, or do you sort of chance it and just... Um, do you do the mold check, or...
1: What do you do, Do you, do you open it up
0: and smell it?
2: Uh, i give it a good sniff to see if it's uh, still edible.
0: Yeah. But I could, it sort of, like, tricks you sometimes, though, because if you smelt it the day before the sell-by date, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it smells fine. And it could smell the exact same like three days later, but because it's past the sell-by date that's written on the tin, you're like, "Oh shit, this doesn't really smell too good." But like, it probably just smells the exact same as it smelled like a couple of days ago, anyway.
1: I think it's one of those things which you 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 more care about it more if it's meat. Like if it's like chicken and it's like hitting the sell-by date, you're like, "Yeah, let's get rid of this." Whereas if it's like, um, I don't know, like a packet of tomatoes, they're usually fine for like another week after it, you know? So. And like some fruit just looks exactly the same as it was when you bought it. So you're like, well, it's obviously fine. See, I don't know. There are guidelines, but no, it's a hard one. Some people are so extreme, though. Like, personally, I
0: wouldn't eat a banana that was like overly bruised. You know, like, because it goes like all mushy and it's like kind of disgusting.
1: I don't eat Like, I've seen
0: people eat like a banana that's like just like totally black. Yeah, you can buy them. And it's like... Like plantains. it's, It's like, why why would you i don't i don't get like it's so gross like it's just so mushy and disgusting
1: like why why do you eat that just throw it was this tin of tuna in his shed part of like a sort of nuclear apocalypse survival kit or like zombie survival kit i mean if you heard that like a zombie apocalypse was coming right simon and you know what would you and you were like you had like advanced knowledge of it and you knew that you had to like stock up your house to like prepare what would you go and buy from like the supermarket?
2: A gun and a single bullet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. I don't know if I'd want to. I don't know if I'd want to shoot myself with a gun. There's there's got to be like a like a a better way to like toast yourself like before the zombies come. Whiskey and that tin of tuna you were saving. <laughs> yeah, just just like shit and barf your guts right out. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, there was this movie on like a couple of years ago. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like it was like the lead up to like uh, an asteroid hitting Earth and like you know wiping out everybody on Earth. And like it just showed like the the couple of hours before that happened, and like all these people were doing different things. And uh, the only thing I remember from the movie was like there was this couple. They were just sitting on the roof of like the building they live in, and they were each pointing a gun at like each other's head, and. Hoping that they could both like pull the trigger like at at the same time and kill
1: each other, I guess,
0: before like the asteroid hit. Um, that's pretty depressing.
1: What a weird way to do it. That's certainly not a, not the normal way to do it, is it? Well, it's not
0: normal, and I don't think it would work either. Like no. all you you are depending on two people having like
1: perfect timing. Mm. It would never work. It would be it would work. But it would be more likely to work if they were slightly further away from each other. But then they had less coordination if they were further away from each other. Well, that's a bit depressing, isn't it? Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. What do you think would be worse? Do you think a
0: zombie apocalypse would be far worse than just like a like a normal sort of... Well, I say normal, but like, you know, like, say an asteroid just hit the Earth and just, you know, killed everybody instantly. Um, would you rather go that way, or would you rather like just try to like tough it out and survive a zombie apocalypse?
1: Would I rather everyone on the Earth was killed instantly, or... Everyone on the earth was slowly infected into zombies. Yeah, and and if everybody on the earth was killed instantly, would you feel better about dying? Like,
0: are you one of those people that like you feel better about things when like other people, it affects other people like at the same time? No. Like, like if you if you died in a plane crash, would you be like, ah, oh, yeah, but at least like two hundred and fifty other people died too?
1: No, I don't feel like that at all. I don't. I don't. Wow, really? Because like some people are kind of like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've met people who've said that.
2: Dude, that's fucked up.
0: <laughs> Which makes, that actually doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, but, uh, no. but there you go. That's a bit
1: messed up, isn't it? Yeah.
2: So what you're saying is if you're gonna go down, you're gonna take down a lot of people <laughs> with you?
1: I guess so, yeah. I don't think that's a normal, healthy, psychological viewpoint, is it? No, but if you were gonna go down, would you try to take a couple of people with you? Most people are willing to die to save other people. I think if you asked one person, you know, if, you know, they were to die to save one other random person, they would usually sort of say, no. But if it was, like, greater numbers, I think there must be tests done on this. It depends on the
0: people, too. Like, I mean... It does. I wouldn't take a bullet for, like, the Chuckle Brothers,
1: for instance. (laughs) No. Wow. No, or, like, Noel Edmonds or something. No. Jeremy Clarks?
0: (laughs) No. I mean... Man, Jeremy Clarkson's got a 21-year-old daughter. How the hell is that? Really? Somebody actually slept with Jeremy. Oh, no, not Clarkson. Sorry, I'm thinking of Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. Just as bad. Well, no, I think Jeremy Kyle's a lot worse.
0: I don't know. Clarkson's pretty bad.
1: I think Clarkson does have a kid, though. I'm not sure. I, he
0: he probably does, actually. And uh, that means that Jeremy Kyle and Jeremy Clarkson have both actually had sex, which is mind-boggling, really. I mean. Somebody would have had to have been pretty desperate.
1: Quite right. Wow,
2: I'm not sure. Uh. <laughs> I,
0: I just don't see the appeal. Like, I'm, I'm almost like 100 percent positive. If I was a woman, I
1: wouldn't go like anywhere near either of those guys. They're just like the worst. If you had a gun to your head and they said milk or Jeremy Clarkson, <laughs> no. If they had a gun to your head and they said Clarkson or Kyle, <laughs> oh, which God. would you choose? <laughs> Oh, God, that is a hard one. So, okay, let's move on, Sips, before we get into strange territory. Stranger territory. Um,
2: alright.
0: Raging Cookie asks. Do you like ponies? I do. They are delicious. Um,
1: I've never eaten a pony.
0: Can you even eat ponies?
1: I don't know. I think they taste a bit like chicken. Because they're um, descended from...
2: Oh, Christ. Everything. Everything tastes like chicken. I don't know if
1: they taste like chicken. Apparently there's this whole thing to do with whether or not horses should be eaten, right? Because apparently horses are supposed to be quite... meat's are supposed to be quite nice. Like, kind of... um, Yeah like beefy but you know quite sort of different horses are these kind of things that are on on the borderline between like man's best friend and farm animals you know <laughs> like you would never eat a dog or a cat or a dolphin um but horses are like on the kind of borderline And I know that, you know, in some countries they definitely do eat horses and you can buy, like, sushi, horse sushi and stuff in Japan. It's quite common. And I think there was a thing about sort of bringing it back recently and making it kind of okay. Where do you stand on that, Simon?
2: I don't think that I would eat a horse unless I really had to. If someone put a gun against my head and said milk or horse, then I'd have to think long and hard about that one.
0: If somebody put a gun against my head and said horse or dolphin, I don't know what I would say. Oh God! I, I don't think I'd eat either. I've never eaten horse or pony, and I don't plan on eating either either. I mean, I like I like horses and ponies like as much as the next person. Like when they're just like galloping around in the field and uh, showering them with sugar lumps and riding them over fences. Oh <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would never eat one.
1: No, really, you would never even give it a go. I mean. It's a taboo. I'm not one of these people that's like would
0: just try something.
1: It's understandable. You always hear in like um, kind of stories about war and fantasy and stuff as well that, that they kind of the last resort is to eat their horse, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, it's also, it's they're certainly not farmed animals, are they? They're useful. They have a use. So there's definitely a taboo there. And I don't think I would really feel comfortable eating a horse. And it can't really be that nice, can it? Really, even vegetarians sort of talk about like eating bacon and saying, oh, well, I tried bacon once, you know, I had to try it and it was, it was all right, you know, it wasn't as as big as, a bigger deal as, you know, people were saying. And stuff.
2: <laughs> what vegetarians have said that?
1: Oh, uh, one of Hannah's friends is a big vegetarian, and she was always sort of, told that
2: big vegetarian who tried
1: bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you know, everyone was saying, "Oh, you know, you're missing out. You know, you should try bacon." So she sort of tried it, and she was like, "Ah, oh, well, that was alright." But it was a special reason. There was some reason for it, just to kind of confirm her vegetarianism by eating some bacon.
0: Some people seem to like go out of their way, though, to like eat like just the most outlandish shit though like some cultures too yeah like in China they just like eat all sorts of different shit and it's like it's kind of gross like anything that walks basically they'll like stew it up or like eat its legs or something and you know like some people like go to restaurants to like try like new stuff or whatever
2: it's the reason that they don't drink loads of milk in these places they simply don't have the infrastructure so people have to eat weird shit because there's nothing else that they can fucking eat
1: yeah but why don't they just grow like just a lot of vegetables and eat those <laughs> It's, it's like a cultural thing, right? So, you know, we go to a foreign culture and we say, you know, here we go, this is what we're eating. We're eating, you know, some some lovely sliced lamb and we're going to have some lovely cheese on it. And so they say, oh, what, you're killing this wonderful creature. You, we would never eat lamb here. They're, they're sacred to our culture, you know. And then they say, cheese, you leave milk out until it goes mouldy and then you eat the mould. It's like, what, it's so weird to them, you know, these things that we find like normal you know, in our culture. But instead, they say, do you want this, you know, fried scorpion on a stick and this, like, you know, cockroach that we've cooked up, you know? This is, like, totally normal here. They're lovely. Why don't you eat them? Like jellyfish. Who, who the fuck would eat jellyfish? I, I don't even want to look at jellyfish, like, <laughs> in their
0: natural habitat, let alone eat them.
1: But we're getting a lot of anti-jelly prejudice going on here. You don't like jellyfish. What was that other thing you didn't like, the jelly in pork pies and jelly chicken? In tins. I mean, what about like nice jelly, you know, strawberry jelly, with like, strawberries in it? What's wrong with that? Like jello. What's wrong with jello? I like jello. I like jello. But I mean, isn't that just the same? There's nothing wrong with it, okay? Listen, I didn't mean to offend you, like- Like, ground up animal bones. I mean, it's horrible when you think about it. Now, like, most of those just end up in those tinned
0: hot dogs anyway, though, right? Like, hot dogs, like, they're like, 5% meat. The rest of it is all just like, all sorts of other shit. They just put, like, all sorts of weird shit inside hot dogs for some reason. You know, like, in Indiana Jones when they were eating, like, monkey brains and stuff like that. Yeah. You gotta draw a line somewhere, I think. You know, like, nobody really wants to eat that
1: stuff. I think the, the line is probably drawn way before monkey brain. Yeah, I think so. That's, like, quite far over the line. <laughs> like,
0: r- raw monkey brains right out of their their heads as well. Yeah. There's no need for that.
1: That's, that's, that's not nice. It's distasteful, yeah. Let's move on. Last question.
0: White slate asks, You've got an incredible ability for making up names for things, but what's your favourite name in the world? Th- this is a good question. If you didn't like your name, for whatever reason, what name would you have for yourself? And would you have the balls to like go to Deadpool and have a change?
2: I would call myself Candy.
1: Surname? Or is that just the one.? Like a footballer. Like Pele.
2: Kane. (laughs) Candy Kane.
1: I think Candy Kane is like a. She sounds like a Batman uh, villain. Doesn't she? Candy Kane! Like a geriatric villain. (laughs) (laughs) She supports herself on a candy cane. I can imagine you dressed up as her as well, Simon. In like this horrible lipstick that's like smeared all over your face.
2: Yeah. Like the Joker. Oddly oh God! Yeah. yeah,
1: that's a hard one. Sips. Happy Reversible Spanners was a good name, which I always, I always liked that. Someone came up with that when they changed their name.
2: It's already been taken, though. You can't, you can't pick the same name.
1: I'm gonna have Happy Reversible Spanners because that will be that will be sufficiently different. Also, what do you mean? Someone's already got the name, and I so I can't have it. How many people out there are called like James Smith?
2: Yeah, they didn't pick those names, and they're not called Mr. Spanners, though, are they? Their
1: parents did. It's
0: weird, though, because there's probably a lot, but I've never met anybody named James Smith before. Like, you'd think, like, the odds were that you would... But actually, I don't think I've ever met anybody with the last
1: name Smith,
0: and it's like the most common last name, so I don't know how that works.
1: I don't think I know anyone called... Mr. Smith even. Uh, LL Cool J, by the way. His original name was James Smith, just saying. Yeah, but you don't know LL Cool J. I know of him. I mean, Will Smith. Yeah,
0: you know of Will Smith too, but like, you don't know him. Would you Would you go for a classic name, though, Lewis? Or would you go for something like out, Outlandage, like uh, like
1: Simon Wentz? Outlandage. I think I'd go for something old school, like um, Desmond. Glenn.
2: Desmond Glenn.
1: Desmond Glenn. Yeah, he sounds like a character on The Archers or something, doesn't he? Wasn't there a show called
0: Desmond with, like, some Jamaican guys in it?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Set in uh, hairdressers. That was a good show, that was. With Pork Pie, a man named after a style of hat. What was the question again?
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> what about you, Sips? What would you call yourself?
0: I'd just go for a classic, like, like Charles or maybe, like, Gary or something.
1: With two R's or one R? Gary with one R. I don't think you should spell Gary with two R's. Okay. That's a controversial viewpoint. right? <laughs> well, I'm sticking to
0: it. I mean, if anybody wants to fight about it, then, uh, you know,
1: uh, they can fight Simon. Well, there you go. Thank you very much. And we've tied it all together. That'll do for now. <laughs> yes. And we... we will yeah, we see you have
2: in a nice tidy <laughs> package. There we go. <laughs> we will see you next
1: time. For more questions with Sips and me and Simon. I'm gonna kill my. Okay, goodbye, Sips. Goodbye. Should I say goodbye, Simon?
2: Goodbye, Simon.
1: You've been listening to The Yogpod, episode 41, which was produced by the Yogscast and starred Lewis Brinley, Simon Lane, and Sips. My name is Sparkles, and I wrote the music you can hear right now, and I also survived many near-death experiences to deliver this podcast to your ears. I have to go now, as I've not seen daylight in over a week. Bye!